Welcome to Momming. We're your hosts, Rachel and Stacy, and we believe there's no better way to be encouraged through motherhood than by connecting with other moms. Oftentimes, we can lose our identity in motherhood. The constant exhaustion, piles of dishes and laundry, and the mental gymnastics can leave us feeling like we have nothing left to give, but nothing could be further from the truth. As moms, we've been tasked with not only helping to raise the next generation, but also to find our individual purpose in the everyday. Join us as we hear from moms just like you. Welcome to Momming. Hello, moms. Welcome back to another episode of Momming. I can't believe I'm saying this, but school is right around the corner. It feels like summer just started for us, but like all things in life, nothing can last forever. If you're a homeschooling mom, you can especially appreciate summer because it's a vacation for us in so many ways. (laughs) Amen. Yes. Amen. (laughs) Today we wanted to touch on, and we won't even start to scratch the surface on it, but we did want to touch on the topic of homeschooling. We haven't really discussed this yet in our podcast, and we thought this would be a perfect time to do that as back to school is just around the corner. We wanted to bring some advice and tips to some of you who may be newer to homeschooling, thinking about homeschooling, figuring out what you want to do next year. There's so many questions up in the air when it comes to our kids and our little ones. Moms who never thought they would homeschool are now considering it. And there are so many amazing options out there for you and for us. And so we wanted to bring some encouragement of those of you who are considering it, may not even think you can do it, but we can all do what the Lord has called us to do. And today we have such an amazing mom on who's been homeschooling her kids for eight years now. We thought she'd be the perfect encourager to have on as she's very seasoned in this. Our guest today is Amber Shray. She's been married for 15 years. She's a homeschooling mom of eight years, as I said. She is one girl, four boys, four boys. (laughs) I can't even imagine, like, my girls, I feel like, are easy to homeschool. Like, I don't know how people homeschool boys. She has four of them. (laughs) Interesting. Um, Her kids are all ranged from 13 years old all the way down to six. One of the reasons we wanted to have Amber on to speak today is because of her style of homeschooling and also her heart behind why she does it. So Amber, welcome to Mommy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay, we're yeah. excited to have you. We are excited to have you. We actually tried to get you, I don't know if you remember this, I emailed you last year, like yeah. when we were very, very first starting. Yeah. And I'm like, one of our first episodes needs to be on homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we had like a meeting and we hashed out the year and we we're like, okay, we're going to put homeschooling at the start of next. Yes. And so uh, I think I was like, sorry, Amber, I spoke oh, to you. No, the Lord did that for me. He's like, you need time. You need to process So this, this. has been a year in the making, <laughs> yes. this interview. Yeah, sorry. I just want to say that. (laughs) So let's jump in because we want to give Amber all the time we have today. Can you give us a two to three minute intro of yourself, your marriage, kids journey into homeschooling? Sure. (laughs) So you kind of already started me off there. But um, yeah, so Justin and I, my husband and I, uh, we were both public school educated. So we had no plan to, I was that mom who was never going to homeschool her own kids, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know too many homeschoolers growing up, but it just wasn't in the cards for us. We were like, no, that's not happening. Like we had our plan set and that wasn't in it. So, um, but my brother started homeschooling his kids when Jackson was a baby. And um, I was like, wow, what are you doing? (laughs) That's crazy, (laughs) you know. But um, when Jackson was about one and a half, 
um, I was just spending time with the Lord one morning and I just felt him impress upon my heart so strongly that I was supposed to homeschool. So I took that to Justin. It was like, what's he going to say? You know, because this was not part of the plan. Um, so I just went to him and I said, you know, I think the Lord wants us to homeschool. And he said, yeah, me too. So the Lord had done this thing simultaneously in both of our hearts that neither of us expected. We both loved school. Mm -hmm. You know, we both had great experiences in public school. So, um, it just was like, wow, okay, Mm -hmm. we're doing this new thing. But it was amazing how the Lord worked in our hearts. Um, and I think he kind of had to do it that way because of our personalities and not wanting, you know, we would have gone back and forth. We would have second guessed it, but because of how the Lord called us to it. So, um, kind of dramatically, Mm -hmm. uh, there's always been a sense of peace Mm -hmm. and we've always known, okay, this is what the Lord wants for us. So Mm -hmm. there's no looking back, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so at that point I kind of just started looking into homeschool a little bit more and doing some educating, educating myself on it. And, the more I looked into it, the more I would just thank the Lord that he had given us this amazing opportunity that was so beautiful and just um, opened so many doors for our family, really. And I'd get all excited about all the different ways, but mm. I would just cry. Yeah. Yeah, I've done so much crying in my yeah. homeschool journey. You know? <laughs> so but I, I was just so thankful that he had called us to this. And it was something that we would have never chosen for ourselves. Mm. So that's kind of how we started homeschooling and mm. Yeah, <laughs> homeschoolers. But I love it because you were so faithful, even when he was one and a half. Like I, I don't even think right? I thought about that wasn't school. even. Yeah, that wasn't so, even on my radar. Yeah, yeah, no. So amazing. Yeah, I love that obedience and that just like totally listening to the Lord back when he was one and a half and starting your research. Then how yeah. incredible! So, describe your approach and your heart to homeschooling. Why is it important, and what motivates you? Mm-hmm. So our heart for homeschooling is that it's a Christ-centered homeschool. That's mm-hmm. what we want for our kids. Um, we we also want them to love learning. You know, mm-hmm. we want them to know how to think. We want them to know how to learn. Uh, there's a fantastic book, or maybe it's just like a really long essay. I don't know by Dorothy Sayers <laughs> called "The Lost Tools of Learning," that kind of outlines some of those ways to you know get some of those tools right. Mm-hmm. But. Um, uh, yeah, we just wanted everything to point back to Christ. So when Jackson was five or four and we're approaching kindergarten, I'm like, okay, what method are we going to do? I know the Lord's called us to do this, but how do I do this? So I knew I we wanted a Christian homeschool. So that's what I Googled. I just Googled Christian homeschooling and <laughs> up popped classical conversations. And I'd never heard of that before. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking at their website and their motto is to know God and make him known. Mm. And I'm just going over everything and reading about all these things that I had never even heard of, like the trivium and classical Mm. education and all of this. And with the trivium, you go from uh, the grammar stage into the dialectic stage into the the rhetorical stage. Mm. And so I'm reading this and my degree, I have a bachelor's in social work from Mm. APU. So I did a lot of like child development, you know, studies Mm. and human development and psychology, all that kind of stuff. So it just really coincided with what I had learned about child development. I'm like, whoa, that's, I didn't even know this was a thing. Right. <laughs> and then, um, but beyond that, it, it so reflected scripture to me because, you know, we grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus and um, 
Proverbs 24, 3 through 4 says, By wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established, and by knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Mm. And that's really what we want for our homeschool. So with classical um, education, a Christian classical education, everything is pointing back to the Lord. Mm. So every subject, um, you can take math, and maybe your child doesn't like math, right? Mm. Or maybe they're not even good at math. But if they can learn the basics, yes. right? tell me, tell right. me all about this. Yeah. <laughs> Help me fix yeah. my child. No, yeah. no, there's no fixing it. But <laughs> but um, but there can be a deeper appreciation for math right. because they can get like the skills that they need to just make it through life with math. But then beyond that, with a classical perspective, a Christian perspective, um, you get a reflection of our Heavenly Father in math because you see that, you know, he's a God of order. Yes. He's not a God of chaos. Right. So he is precisely yes. everything designed makes sense. everything. Everything has a place. Yeah. So even yeah. if they don't still love math, right. you know, they still don't like it. Right. They can have, they can walk away with a deeper appreciation for it mm-hmm. and a greater understanding of yeah. their heavenly father mm-hmm. at that point. So, um, and that's kind of the idea behind classical Christian education is to take every subject and have it just give you a deeper understanding of the Lord mm. and creation. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of mm. the route that's that we great. took. We've done, we're not really like steadfast in classical mm-hmm. education. We're eclectic homeschoolers, I think, you know, because <laughs> we have so many different things. Right. But that's yeah. kind of been the framework that we've we've gone with is a classical model in mm-hmm. our homeschool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of. That's awesome. Yeah. Can I ask you kind of like, um, what motivates you as far as when you're homeschooling your kids? So that's the, that's the educational approach. But mm-hmm. like, if you could give us a little window into the, um, and I'll give you an example. A lot of moms homeschool their children because they want to be the primary influence mm. in their child's life mm-hmm. instead of sending them away seven hours a day, five days a week into this other person who may be great, but just isn't the parent. Right. It was, did that factor at all or does it factor or are you kind of cool with like your kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, would you be cool with sending them five days a week? Okay. So when I first started, I was totally cool with that. That yeah. was good. You yeah. know, but um, the Lord has uh, just gradually shifted my perspective mm-hmm. and changed my heart on that. Mm-hmm. So at one point I would have said that wasn't it at all. It was a calling from the Lord. Right. And then it was more about like the actual education, like okay. wanting, because my, my experience in public school was that. I would learn to get the grade right. right. And I didn't want that for my kids. Right. I wanted them to actually know how to think and right. and critical think and mm-hmm. learn for themselves. So mm-hmm. I wanted it to look different just from an educational perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, it's different. Yeah. I, I, I personally would not, I love homeschooling. Yeah. I love having that opportunity to be with my kids mm. and teach them things. That's like one of my favorite things is like when they yeah. finally get something and I can, yeah. you know, just explaining yeah. things that, you know, yeah. That's going awesome. through the group. Yeah. So it's a I little bit I think that's really now. honest. I think any mom would actually say who's been homeschooling for any number of years, there are these like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't do this for another year. And then there's those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, they just learned to read and I <laughs> yes. taught them. <laughs> yes, like, I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah. I didn't think I could do that. Yes. And I did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Three and a half times so far. Right. <laughs> I'm still working on the other We're one. Almost and a half. There on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So um sort of switching from the why and the heart and all those things, I want to talk a little bit more now into some 
pieces of advice, and this is specifically, we're going to talk about to the mom who's maybe newer to homeschooling. And then if you also have any, you know, thing that you would say to the veteran mom who's maybe been doing this for a while. Okay. Yeah. So for the new mom, I think at the beginning of it all, there's so much pressure. There's so much coming at you. There's all these different ways you can homeschool, you know, your mom, right? So you already have this burden that you kind of place on yourself for like their your child your children's mm-hmm. physical well-being, mm-hmm. their emotional well-being, their spiritual well-being, but now you've just added this huge weight of right. their education right. and facilitating that. And so um Truly, the only way to alleviate that is to surrender our homeschool back to the Lord Mm. and to just seek him with everything. So um, I think that's what it comes down to as a believer is just going, okay, the Lord's called me to do this. I have to give this back to him. Just like we surrender everything else in Mm. our life, we have to surrender our homeschool and it becomes his homeschool. He wants to carry our burdens, Mm. you know, and and our homeschool is much better off in his hands than our hands anyway. Right. So that's the first and foremost thing, you know, because mm-hmm. I know I was like that at the beginning there. I just felt like if I don't get this right, my kids are never going to get a job. Right. They're going to be starving and yeah. on the streets yeah. and it's going to be all my fault. Totally. You know, yes. so, but it doesn't have to be that way. Right. You know, we right. just give it back to the Lord and, and he will take care of mm-hmm. it. He really will. It's good. So that's one thing I think, um, another thing is to not compare our homeschool children to public school educated so good. kids. So good. Yeah. So um, public school just looks very, very different. And you can do like traditional school at home. Mm-hmm. So you might have kind of the same learning curve there a little bit more if you're doing traditional school at home, which is, you know, if that's what the Lord's called you to do, that's what he's called you to do. You need to walk in obedience to it. Right. But if you've chosen a different method of education, um, homeschooling just looks very, very different. Right. And there's a great book called uh, Weapons of Mass Instruction by John Taylor Gatto. Okay. And he kind of talks about this conveyor belt system and that's compulsory education. It's the uh, public school system. You get on at five, you just go straight through with everybody your age and you get off at 18. Right. You know, whether you're doing well or not, you're right. just going through. Right. So with homeschooling, we have the opportunity to slow down mm-hmm. if our kids are not getting it. Mm-hmm. We have the opportunity to speed up or just, you know, skip stuff. If they get it all, right. we need to move faster. If they're bored, you know, right. we got to move them along. Mm-hmm. So um, just being careful to not compare our kids to the learning curve is different for homeschooling. And also it's the race to 18. It's not so much what your five-year-old knows or your seven-year-old knows or your 12-year-old, but what does your 18-year-old know? Once they're right. ready to go out on their own, do they know how to think? Do they know how to learn? Mm. Do they have goals and ambitions? Do they know the Lord? You know, these Mm -hmm. kind of things. So it just looks different. And another really important thing is to not compare your homeschool to somebody else's homeschool Mm -hmm. because the Lord has made your children unique. He's made you unique and your family dynamics are different from anybody else's. Mm -hmm. You might even be using the same curriculum as somebody that you know, or have the same ages, you know, Mm -hmm. the kids are the same ages, but your homeschool is still going to have its own flavor. It's still going to have its own essence because Mm -hmm. God has uniquely designed your children and we need to be modeling or molding our homeschool around our own kids and not somebody else's. So when we look at it's, you know, there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. So to be taking other people's advice or ideas and kind of collecting it all and then taking it to the Lord and going, okay, what do you want me to do? What do you have for our homeschool? Cause you know, my kids better than I even do. Mm -hmm. And you know me better. And some things just don't work for us. Right. You know, they don't work for our family dynamics. So, um, 
So to, just to kind of keep that in perspective mm. for the new homeschooling mom. Yeah, that's good. And do you want me yes, to say for the veteran? I want to. I want to hear it all. <laughs> so there's the, the the veteran mom who might be a little bit more like me, where you've been doing it for a while, but you're still not at the end. You're like in the right. throes of homeschooling. Right. So for her, I would say that change is not the enemy. Mm. You know, a few years back, I felt like I couldn't change stuff up, but it was obvious that I needed to, and I was oh. starting to kind of feel condemned, like yeah. I can't change it. You know. So the Lord just kind of freed me from that. He's like, change is not the enemy. Your kids are changing all the time. Everything is changing all the time. So your homeschool more than likely will change, you know, as they grow and just different interests or whatever it is, you know, there's lots of reason for change. So to not think of it as the enemy Mm. and not be scared of it, but to be willing to allow the Lord to to um, stir something new in your heart for your homeschool. That's a a good thing and a healthy thing. And then for like at the end of it all, we just have to really trust the Lord and let go. Mm -hmm. And um, so we, uh, the measure of success for our homeschool is not what our kids do with the tools that we give them. The measure of success for our homeschool is were we obedient to Christ? Mm -hmm. Were we good stewards? Did we surrender and seek him and do what he told us to do? It's not what did my kids do with the tools that I've given them Mm -hmm. at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. You know, once they go on on their own, um, we've done what we could do, Mm -hmm. right? We've facilitated that education and tried to inspire learning and um, tried to, you know, just pray over them. I think for one thing, right, Mm -hmm. just constantly praying, but really they have to make their education their own, just like their faith. We can't Mm -hmm. force them to have a relationship with the Lord. And we can't force them to do anything with the education that we've provided, really. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they got to make it yeah. their own. So that's yeah. awesome. That's really good. I'm encouraged. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So we love practical advice on momming because what mom doesn't want practical advice? They want to know they're not the only one dealing with whatever it is, fill in the right. blank. So, do you have any day to day or real life applications? For us as we start to bring this episode to a to a close here hmm. okay well I think when it comes to like time management mm-hmm. right so for us we kind of do more of a rhythm than a schedule because when I have it I start with a really strict schedule at the beginning of the year because I need to make sure that everything fits in so it's like hourly what we're doing every single day right but within that first month we kind of change things up what fits and doesn't work and take things out and put things in. Um, so we just kind of go with a the rhythm. There's another book called Thomas Jefferson Education mm. or Leadership Education by Oliver DeMille, where he kind of goes over the seasons of your child's like life. There are, you know, just the stages of learning and what that looks like in a rhythm and the seasons of the year and the rhythm of that and the Mm. rhythm to the week and the rhythm to the day. So I read that when Jackson was in kindergarten and Mm. it's been really good for me Mm. because I've kind of kept more of a rhythm instead of a strict schedule. Now, some people thrive in a strict schedule and Mm. they need that and their kids thrive in that. So if that is what you need to do, you need to do it, right? right? But for us, we do more of a rhythm. And it kind of, for me, leads to more of a grace-filled and peaceful homeschool. Um, And then, you know, when you're looking at, like, busyness, I think we can get really, really busy. Mm. And that's not always a bad thing, you know, depending, again, on your personality and what the Lord's called you to do with your homeschool and your kids. If everyone's thriving in that Mm. busyness and everyone's doing well, then that's great. Mm -hmm. But I think it becomes problematic when we feel like we 
have to be busy to be doing a good job. Mm. And if we're feeling chaotic or stressed out, it's a good idea to just step back and reevaluate and go, okay, Lord, are all these activities necessary and mm. helpful and good for us? That's right. a great word. Yeah. So that. that's just whether you're homeschooling about. or not, that's yes. a great word. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's especially where we live in our culture. Yeah. Like I visited other places and it's not, I mean, I'm not gonna say nowhere else is like this, but a lot of times when you go visit other places, it's not like it is here. Right. It's weird here. Yeah. <laughs> like the fast paced, busy, my kids have to be in 10 different yeah. activities or they're not going to thrive. It's strange. But I love what Amber said that some families thrive in that. It's true. And yeah. some don't. And I, it's true. And yeah. like, we can't put everybody on yeah. the same, yeah. on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. I just, that's, that's a great word yeah. because- some families can do it. Yeah. And like yeah. the mom's not stressed out. Right. She, she loves, she loves it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can I have a little bit of your energy? I know. <laughs> I know. I feel the same because we aren't like that. We're not. I'm like, I can do one thing a day maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. But we have had seasons where it's right. been busier, you seasons. know, and then seasons where it's not. And right yeah. now we're really in kind of a slow season. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. But I think that's what I mean. Like it's this beautiful gift of like, okay, rest. Yeah. Like enjoy, mm-hmm. rest, give your brain a break, give your yeah. mind, give your body a let your kids have a break from the yeah. right to do's and all that. So it's, that's a good word. Before we end though, yeah. I just want to ask, tell us what you do. Like, what? like <laughs> what is your, like, like specifically, like what curriculums you use oh. or do you go through a specific program or tell okay. us, tell us your thing. Cause we all have different things. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. I've done a lot of different things over the years. Right. But so one thing that we've kind of held to is classical conversations, at least the memory work we've been in the community certain years and not, we're not currently, mm-hmm. um, this coming year, we probably, one of my kids will be going to the challenge program, but, um, so we've done that all that takes like 15 minutes during the day to mm-hmm. just do the memory work. Mm-hmm. And then, um, we have done workbooks. We have done all of that. Currently, we're doing Gather Around Homeschool, which is a unit study that mm. I love. Mm. So this was, you know, every year I just seek the Lord in what we're supposed to do for our homeschool. And I pray specifically for each child. You know, what do you want me to do for Jackson, Lord? What does Brooklyn need? What does Colson need? What does Jameson need? What does Bronson need? And, um, and what do you want us to do in general? So mm-hmm. last year I was just feeling, it was my first year where all five were in school <laughs> and I was like, uh, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, actually they, so yeah, they were all five in school. Bronson was in kindergarten. So, um, and the Lord just presented this gather around homeschool and I was like, this is amazing. And yeah. it just worked it out to where it was, um, like you do the unit study, but each, age group has their own packet Mm. that goes along with the thing that I read that takes like 15 minutes to read it. Um, And then they each do their own work. So Mm. we're working all together. And then my older kids, they have other stuff that they can do on their own. So that's kind of nice. You know, we do teaching textbooks for a few of them, Singapore math for my little one. And, um, but we've done lots of yeah. different things. We did unschooling one year. Did you? That was not for me. Okay. <laughs> I thought it yeah. would be. I had this ideal, yeah. like, this is what homeschooling really is. It's right. unschooling. I watch them on YouTube. The moms yeah. who unschool, they're amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we tried it one year because Jackson was in fifth grade. I'm like, well, if we're going to do it, this is probably a good year because fifth grade might right. really matter, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> It was, yeah, I am not creative enough to unschool and my kids are not motivated enough uh, to unschool. Right. So we needed something else. Yes. Yeah. So we did try, we did try that one year. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. I do love gather around homeschool. So we're That's really great. enjoying that now. 
That's really good. I was thinking too, for this episode, we could put some links to resources that we personally have used or like people we know. That and all those amazing books that That you just, yeah, (laughs) I'm going to need like an email of those. (laughs) So we'll put that in the blog post so everybody can actually see the titles and the authors and look them up. So they're not all Christian authors. Oh, that's okay. Okay. It's, yeah. The one's a Mormon. So, you know, you take things with a grain of salt, right? Oh, for sure. There can still be wisdom, but. I think that's true with anything. (laughs) Yeah. Consume like yeah. whether you're listening anything you yeah. consume it's it's always like okay you put it through the lens of God's word and where it lands it yes, lands right exactly um, but thank you for being on the show thank today it's been so fun it went by really fast I yes, feel like we could talk we could divide homeschool up into <laughs> yes. twenty episodes <laughs> yes. we could at least we could we do could. a whole year yes. yeah probably on this but. It's over for today. So thank you for coming on the show. Moms, be sure to go back and listen to our episodes on listening to your kids. That was a really good episode. And if you missed our Father's Day episodes, you can go back and catch this oh, too. Oh, fun. Yes, those are some fun episodes. They're not for your husbands only. It's fun to listen to them together. Um, so you will not want to miss our, in two weeks, we're going to be talking about navigating social media, which we all are dealing with you're we're all dealing with it as moms if you when your kids get to a certain age it's just there in front of you so um our guest is going to be nicole nakamura um a, a friend that we have on the show from time to time who always is just real and we just love having her on so we um, hope that you'll join us again check out our blog at mommingpodcast.com for the resources we talked about today Amber, it's been amazing. Thank you you so much, Amber. It was so fun.